Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 97 of Geekscape. I didn't think we were going to make it this long, uh, but it seems that every week we have plenty to talk about movies, video games, and comics. That's what we cover every week here. Uh, my name is Jonathan London. I'm your host. For the next hour or so, we're going to be talking to uh, our co-hosts about the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. I've got Chris True over here. He's a uh, nerdcore rapper. Is that how you would describe your, your, your yourself, sir? That is how I would describe it. Nerdcore. Uh, this is something that I've just got into, like chip music. You know, chip music. What's chip music? Chip music is the stuff they make with Game Boys. Right. Are you familiar with this? Oh. This is Brock uh, Laborde, who is not a. I mean, you can go many ways with that name. And that is your. That is your. That is your birth given name, right? Yes. Brock Laborde. My good Christian name. And uh, how is that not? A, I mean, that is like a fucking movie name right there, Brock Laborde. Like you're just gonna be banging with. Like when you watch a movie and the credits come up. You can start to assign who everybody in the movie is going to play based on their name and maybe your familiarity with the actor, you know? You know Denzel Washington is going to play exactly what Denzel Washington does. You know if uh, Jerry Stiller's in the movie, he's probably going to be either, Someone's like... Dead. Or he's going to work in the police department as the guy, not a cop, but working in the office. Brock Laborde, you see that, the intro credits to a movie, he's going to be banging bitches. Like, that is what I think. What well, do you that's think? Right. Don't you think he's yeah. just going to be like laying bitches out? Well, it just sounds really badass. It kind of sounds like not women um, bitches, right? No, it sounds like uh, it sounds like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's name in At Last Action Hero, mm-hmm. like you know that type of guy. Sounds like uh, a screenwriter uh, trying to sell an action movie. That's that's the name he puts in his script. It's fucking awesome. What kind of role am I playing in the movie? Chris True. Am I in craft services? No, but, but you are dead by the third act. Fair Actually, enough. you know what? Or, or maybe you're the guy who, like, at the end, Brock walks over to you after you've, like, taken an explosion of the face and fallen out of, like, a 40-story building. You're the guy getting wheeled away, and you go... <laughs> you're, like, missing a couple of teeth and have a black eye, but we saw you take an explosion of the face. I'll Chris, take it. Chris True is actually... It's like a TV what do you sidekick. Because of the word mm-hmm. True. You think so? Hmm. Did you say sidekick or sidekick? Sidekick. <laughs> what hmm. is Sidekick. Psychic. Well, okay. also, I, I want to point out that the spelling of my last name is T R E W, so that might throw some people off. Uh, but what might throw people back on is that it's spelled uh, backwards, perfectly on the keyboard in the top row. It's W E R T, the top row of the keyboard. Uh, so maybe those things together, if anyone's out there watching this and and doesn't want me just as the thumbs up guy in the third mm-hmm, act. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's more in it for me. You're you're the, you're, you're the entryway to the Matrix, almost. Please put me in your movie. <laughs> the, the thing about it, you know, our audience, uh, maybe you guys can take your own name and, and, and figure out who you would be. That'd be a good forum entry for people to talk about on, on the website. Who would you be if you saw your name in the opening credits to the movie? I sound like a balding middle-aged lawyer, I think. I'm basically whoever David Schwimmer's playing. <laughs> like that, uh, that's that's, I'm pretty much stuck with either that or whoever Jimmy Fallon's playing. Brian Gilmore's a lawyer. That's a lawyer. It just sounds like a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a fucking lawyer. Whoa. 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 We got ourselves into a power outage. I did not outage. do that. I did not do Let, that. Let's try and fix that. Hold on. Hold on real quick. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Are no, no, we no. still filming? Now, now it looks like you have backup lights in your oh, place. Oh, oh, and we're back. I actually lights just lifted my arm. What did you do? I lifted my arm. Maybe we're discovering something. Do it again? Okay. No, nope. I, I think it's Im- despite what you oftentimes think. It's not about you. I think it's important. No, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think it's important that everyone listening and watching this right now, well, everyone watching this, understand that that was not organized at all. <laughs> like that really just happened, and that's the magic of what else might happen today. Do you, do you think? Do you think we may have been visited by an apparition? And is there another presence in this room? No, an apparition. Someone, her, uh, a, a phantom, heard TV sidekick. And TV like, psychic. And we goes, had a TV mm-hmm. psychic moment. Holy just now. shit! That was some John Edward shit. Oh, oh my god! god. Now I'm kind of scared. Is it for John, everyone? Name John Edwards. Okay. Also, as as important uh, as last time. What the hell is going on? Some people may be just listening to the audio version yeah, of this. Audio so version. please turn the lights on and off in whatever room you're in right now we to recreate out, what just happened. Dim the lights because that is what's happening in our episode. If it continues, I'm going to send Gilmore under that desk, and you may have him get electrocuted like like uh, R2D2 in Return of the Jedi. Or we might just uh, hear him start talking like Patrick Swayze. Who's him? In Ghost. What's that? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Like, Whoopi. Whoopi. He's our Whoopi. Whoopi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Would you well, say he's the leading man? Gilmore? Patrick Swayze. But not anymore. No. Not, not anymore. Okay. So, so guys, uh, these are not random co-hosts here on the Geekscape couch. Uh, as we said, Chris is a nerdcore artist. Uh, Brock, you do you do the engineering? You run the website? What is I it? Do, well, I write, I act, I produce, I direct, I edit. All of the above. Yeah. Music, uh, and, video, and, and, all this and, stuff? Well, it's, it's a comedy website. We do um, a lot of... I, mean, I ha- do music videos. I have an idea. This will be a lot easier. I'll explain what Brock does, then Brock can explain what okay. I do, because I won't hold anything back, because uh, Brock may feel uncomfortable about saying... You don't like promoting well, you, your work, sir? You need sir? to hold some stuff back, please, Chris. Well, Chris, let's see this. I mean, this is sure. really easy. This is really easy. You guys, here's here's Chris's CD, okay? Uh, well, first off, where can we get it? So, Brock... Okay. There we go. Um, you can get my Wiener Touch to the Ceiling is the second album from Chris True, <laughs> aka Terp to it, and um, you can get it on Amazon, iTunes. Um, is some, there a website? Some sto- Well, yeah. Well, our website. Your website. Is, is what is that? Studio Eight Net. Just Studio Eight Net. Yes. Okay, it's right um, here. Yes. Bottom of the screen. And if you also try Studio8.com, you'll still go to Studio8.net, so you can't escape it. Oh. We finally got the .com yeah, a couple months after ago. like eight years of it was a battle. For that domain. What happened? Um, it you was had like to outbid a guy or what? Architecture Studio had it before us, and we tried emailing them forever and ever, and they just never even did anything with it. Like they never updated it or anything. And then yeah, they just finally like went up, and then I, I had a bidding war. It was pretty. Intense. Was it heated? Yeah, heated and intense. Inexpensive? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of mouse clicking going on. <laughs> well, well, what about this book over here that you've got? Brock, this is what is, the, what is this? Because this we got s- your music, and now what is this? This is Brock's book. It's the semi-complete guide to uh, being a, to sort of being a gentleman. I wrote it a couple years ago, and it's a and it's a it's a fun what coffee table ish type book. That's a little turp to it sticker okay. treat. Oh, right. yeah. oh wow! There's a sticker book. in here. Yeah. Well, th- this book. So it, this is like a um, this is a book that gives you advice on how to be a gentleman. Well, yeah, it's it's like a parody of all those etiquette books. Okay, you know, good. Like you see the there is a a real book called How to Be a Gentleman, and it's full of all this like outdated, stupid stuff that nobody could ever live up to to go into finishing school buy that book and so i was like why not make fun of books like that and so this is yeah it's my first book i mean it's a comedy book you're saying yes but could you still glean some kind of information from this like because 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 keep in mind you are on geekscape and a lot of us are including myself not socially uh, acceptable. Well, we, we don't know how to work outside of the confines of our rooms let's put it to the test um i challenge you right now to flip through that book uh, pick a random spot. Maybe Gilmore can tell you when to stop, okay, okay. and then you can point to something. Maybe read um, a shorter entry, and then try to apply it throughout the course of this podcast. Okay, so so guys, we're, we're going to do this. Okay, ready? Right, uh, ready? Gilmore, let me know. Uh, just just pick a page number and flip. Okay, stop. Okay, I'm on sixty-one. This is Gentleman Abroad. Do I have to go overseas during the course of this program to do this? Let's one? try it again. Let's try something okay. that we can okay. do in the room. Okay, okay. All right, flip. Stop. Okay, posing. Uh, does, that, does that apply? Posing as a bartender. No, 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 no. no I think no, the the broad one w- was okay because look, page, yeah. look, there, look, because like, it, it says it says if a gentleman arrives late to a cinema, he does not disturb other patrons while, with his tardiness. We all, we've all been there. Instead, he waits patiently outside of the theater until the film's intermission or until the film ends, whichever comes first. While waiting, the gentleman should locate a friendly usher and discuss the most suitable place for him to sit in the auditorium. Once seated, a gentleman understands that his good behavior will catch the attention of a theater usher, who will later reward the gentleman with a small piece of candy or perhaps even a shiny nickel. <laughs> so that, that is magical. Uh, the first order of business to address when checking into a hotel or a motel is befriending the local concierge. This can be done by purchasing the concierge an, an exquisite fur coat, by taking the uh, concierge out for a genuine Italian soda waters, or by asking the concierge to circumcise the gentleman's firstborn child. <laughs> I mean, th- this is a way to, 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 to feel more familiar with the people who, uh, who you're going to run into in, in like your common day, right? Yeah. You totally. go to the movie, you want to fit in. You know, you don't want to offend anyone. That's really what a true gentleman, which all men should really strive to be true gentlemen. Um, you know, they should they should really strive every day to have to have a non offensive life. Don't put a burden on any other human being in the world. And, it, and, it, and a life like that has its own rewards. Don't forget, you get candy, and sometimes a shiny nickel. 
You know, I mean, you have to pay for it. You, have, you know, pay for a nickel. Well, you have to pay by by, by sitting out parts of the with movie. With kindness, you know, yes. pay for it with kindness, right? But I mean, movies only cost a nickel, so that's fine. Yeah, G- Gilmore. I think that this book maybe. Uh, Can may- I use this? Yeah, I, I think this book may be maybe um, a blessing for you. You know, a, ge- a gentleman. It, here, here's a chapter that may apply. Here, here's a little blurb. A gentleman never fondles the children of others. He politely reserves that for the privacy of his own home. <laughs> right here. Gilmore, you've already learned something that changes your modern day life. Yeah. Here, here you go. There you go. Yeah, this is a gift for you guys. Already, all these do. things are keep, gifts. Keep already, already, your hands are cleaner. Haven't touched are, that. Actually, look at this. Yeah. this. This I'm excited about because because I'm just now getting into stuff like chip music and nerdcore music, right? What's chip music? Chip music. Uh, it's these guys who take like Game Boys and they make right. music based on the code from. Game Boys. I mean, yes. I'm not a musician. I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't know everything about it, but but I know it's basically can be summed up as vi- uh, video game music, or but like but much more tech, uh, much more uh, technology minded than that. Like, yeah. Like do they, they break... just use the sound effects, or do they actually have to manipulate? They, they, they sound. They, they take. Be- they they take beats out of the music. The, the from like from like different levels and stuff like that. They don't just recreate it. No, you remember how like no, they, Adam they, and his package the beats. Remember okay. a, remember Adam and his package? He 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 took like the opening to Nintendo's track and field and put it in a song or or somebody like MC Lars will take like the Tetris music and stuff like that. And it's a really recognizable theme. Uh-huh. Bit mu- uh th- this chip music will find themes like that and, and melodies like that in these games and then weave them together, add in some of their own, you know, keyboard work and Make and lyrics, right? Awesome music. Some of them have lyrics. I mean, yeah, not all of them have lyrics. Not all of them have lyrics. And they're I actually think the pretty easy to don't. find on on MySpace, like chip music. There's a, there's a way more than you would think. Uh, uh, it's huge. There's there. a festival in New York that has chip music. It's a couple of years running now. Is it chip or chip? Chip. 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 I, I as in know. as in the chips in the game, like computer I'm chips. Star- I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start yeah. chet music, based on the older brother in Weird Science. <laughs> um, I'm looking. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton. You're, you're laughing at that. That was the worst joke ever. I heard they're going to remake Weird Science. I would say <laughs> Gilmore as Chet. Dude, I would. I would too. Yeah. Could you play a buff ex-marine guy who comes and beats up on his younger brother? Well, yeah, look at me. Yeah. Um. So, guys, I went to see uh, a movie this week. Gilmore as well went to see the uh, preteen girl film Twilight. Um, do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about the Danny Boyle Slumdog Millionaire movie? It's up to you. Um. Well, Twilight is the big event for this week. I Twilight think, is I think like we what can all came out agree. this week, really. Twilight is the movie. And I don't know how many of you guys saw it. Uh, I have no interest in seeing this movie. You shouldn't. No, you, you're saying that you didn't like the movie. Do you, do you want a little microphone, Gilmore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, as, to be gentlemanly, uh, you, I'm guessing you guys didn't see Twilight. Right? did not see Twilight, uh, but uh, many friends on my Twitter page have been talking about it. Get the fuck. They went to see it? Tons of them. Really? Um, yeah. And these are people your age. Uh, yeah. Well, well, and Austin, the um, as you may be familiar mm-hmm. with the Alamo, I'm, I live in Austin, Texas, and the uh, Alamo Draft House does events. does really crazy events uh, based around movies, uh, and they're doing some sort of weird uh, vampire prom type of thing. That might have been enough to get me to see this movie. Okay. I mean, I, I mean seeing a movie at the Alamo Draft House, the movie is. Only half of the experience, so that might have been right. enough to get me to see this movie, which hearing. I'm really not ex- uh, excited about. But you went to when did you go see it? Was it a press event? No, I saw it actually. Uh, we missed the press event. I was at the milk press event while okay. we were doing uh, while Twilight was going on under us. Okay, and the cast walked in, and I'm like, oh, that main chick's actually really hot. And oh yeah, so you she, know, oh, she is. She's yeah, she's ridiculously cute. Ridiculously cute. But, but um, what's going on with this? What, what, okay, anyway, so this movie Twilight um, is you know based on a series of uh, really really well uh, selling books. Um, and it's by this uh, woman named Stephanie Meyer who kind of yeah. writes. She kind of writes like a romance novel ish way. Like it's all really simple. You would it's expect really Brock Laborde to be a character. Those. You would. Brock, Brock Laborde would be the guy that you don't this want her to end up with, but play, she this, secretly this wants. This fucker right here can play a vampire, with he, but he can't close his shirt. I want to be a werewolf. He can't mm. close his shirt. Yeah, he could be a werewolf. Yeah, no one in this shirt. What the? F- that is actually true. A lot of guys in this like it's like, dude, you're wearing a jacket just with your shirt open. It's a rule of cinematic vampires that you cannot close your shirt. It, it's like being, uh, like, it's like, it's totally like, be, it's like open? being Persian. Totally open. Yeah, it's like being a Persian guy. Uh, after like a certain time of day, you can't close the upper buttons of your shirt. Okay, it, you have to that have them sense. open. It. 
Especially here in Hollywood. <laughs> it's like me. It's definitely like me. <laughs> Dude, bro, you Chris is like, me to wear a Chris whole fucking like, shirt? Chris is like, really? You can say shit like that? It's like a broad generality? I'm like, yes, you can. Why? Because uh, it's already a South Park episode. But, yeah, it's a brilliant South Park. But anyways, um, this movie sucks so hard. It feels, <laughs> it feels like a CW episode. It really uh, does. Like It feels like a new CW show that's trying uh, to be like a backdoor pilot. Because here's the thing. This whole series of four books that's, like, basically got teenage girls just, you know, flowing is, like, this whole, like, thing about this uh, romantic relationship between this vampire named Edward, who's supposed to be the most gorgeous thing on the face of the earth, played by Robert Pattinson, that hot dude from Harry Potter. Can I tell you right now that that kid looks like a downy? He does. He absolutely. He does. You know what he really looks like. I, mean, I think a kid I, with Down syndrome. I, I, yes. Yeah, I, I think. Okay. I think what this is really. I, I think what's really accurate. This kid looks like a young version of Jaws from the James Bond movies. Oh my god! And that dude. That's accurate. And that that's dude is not attractive. But no, no, he's an attractive guy. He's like all right. He's not ugly. Like you saw him on the street. I we we ran into him a few times. Okay. He's not ugly. Okay. Right. Anyways, so this entire romantic relationship is based on the uh, idea that he um, he's a vampire, and so he's a mind reader. All of a sudden, he be psychic. Yeah. So he's a he's a mind reader, and he can't read this girl's mind. Oh. So it, no. he it intrigues her, and he's never wanted someone's blood so bad, and she thinks he's hot. And so that's it. That's the most connection that we get out of these and characters the throughout the entire movie. The movie's unwatchable. All the most intimate moments in the movie, um, all the most, you know, like, oh, man, this is a great Romantic emotional... Uh, no, well, just, you know, emotional turning points, anything, yeah. like, revealing... It was like it was like being in the uh, it was like being in a in a studio in a live studio audience for like a sitcom. Everyone was like <laughs> laughing their asses off. Oh, really? Like the worst. No one t- took this movie seriously. It was ass. Well, and they take all the cool stuff out of being a vampire out. What happens to vampires usually, you guys, when they when they when you bring them out into the sun? They explode. Burning and. Do you know what happens in the burning twilight? And hurting. You know what happens in the twilight universe? They sparkle. They fucking sparkle. They I read. Shimmer. I read that online. That's, That's it. Great. They really? sparkle like the Little Mermaid. That is it. Huh. There is. That means that there is no downside to being a vampire in this universe. <laughs> like if she dies, who cares? I Turn think that, her into a vampire. I'm doing her a favor. I'm starting to learn that the downside would be inclusion in this movie. Yeah, from what you're telling me. Please, yeah, anyways, let, d- let my man Brock Don't go Labor see Twilight unless you read the books. Brock Labor has a question, well, sir. Well, okay, because he wants to be in a sequel as a as a as a werewolf. He deserves um, it. Have you guys seen True Blood on HBO? I heard that's the shit. But well, but the, that whole show is. I heard it's good. Anna it's Paquin, not good. Anna Paquin plays this girl who. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. I'm just scared just, of microphones. Just eat it. <laughs> I swallow it. Um, no, like um, Anna Paquin is this girl in this small town who can read minds, and vampires are like everyday mm. people. Like they're they like live their own race. Yeah, and but she can't read this vampire dude's mind, it's, and then uh, they start you know hooking up. Yeah, like, seriously, interesting. Up. Also based so on a book series. It's weird. Oh, is it based on yeah. a book series? True Blood is based. I, I you can I think you can quote me on that. Zach Haddad, the guy from Film Threat, I hung out with him Thursday night. He loves True Blood. I think it's based on a book, but I, I got to tell you, uh, I'll watch True Blood when it's like available on like on demand or DVD or something. Yeah, it's, you know. I watched the first episode of it, and it because uh, I'm a I'm, I'm, I was a I was a big fan of Six Feet Under. I mm-hmm. like that guy a whole lot, and um and uh, I was extremely disappointed with True Blood. I only gave it one shot though. I should give it one more shot. Maybe. But, but um, don't put yeah. yourself out. I wanted to like it so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, don't put yourself. I mean, if it's crap, I should it's crap. go, guys. I should get out of here. No, I mean, if it's crap, it's crap. You know, it's not good. <sighs> but but yeah, get, get, I feel bad. <laughs> no, you should you should you should watch it. Can you go? I don't know. Least. I just feel. No, Chris, I shouldn't have said that. Chris is good. I know some of our audience likes it. Some of our audience doesn't like it. So what I'm saying is, man, if it ain't good within if that episode two ain't, ain't good within 15 minutes. Maybe it's just not for you. Right, and I guess I'm fine with the people who don't like it listening or watching this. I'm fine with just having them as my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, guys, I went to see this new Danny Boa movie, Some Slumdog Millionaire. It's like, uh, it takes place in India. And he's the director who brought you guys, shit. Sunshine, Sunshine Train, spotting. Tra- train 20 Spotting, days 28 Days Later. later. Uh what I like about him is that he can do a movie like Millions, which is a kid movie. Then he can do a horror movie like Twenty Eight Days Later. He really has a, a good feel of a genre, and then yep. he adds a lot of energy to it. The, 
you know, he's, he has a really kinetic camera and uh, a really good eye for character moments, you know, without going into those doc-style things. 28 Days Later definitely had some documentary style to it, but in movies like Trainspotting and Millions, where it's less of a documentary style, he still has that camera that finds those moments in a movie that really push it forward, and the stories are always really good. This movie is about uh, an 18-year-old Indian kid who works at, like, uh, their telephone service. So whenever you get routed to a guy in India, uh, he works in that place, but he's signed up. He, he's signed up for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. The reason he applied for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is to attract a girl that he's lost touch with. Uh, when he was growing up, uh, the Muslims went to war with, uh, you know, there was a religious war. His mother was killed. He and his brother were on the run. They ran into a girl, and their lives kind of paralleled for a bit. He lost touch with her, but of course he's always loved her. He goes on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in the hopes that she's watching and will find him. Um, he wins $10 million. It's not the grand prize, but in the opening scene, you see that he's going to win $10 million. And the answer, you know, a series of questions right. Lawyers, doctors, nobody gets it right. In the opening scene, the parallel to him stressfully trying to answer the question is him being tortured by the police, which you don't see in the trailer. But it's the first scene, and that's the parallel to him sitting there trying to answer a question on the TV show, is him getting questioned by the police while they water torture him or this or that, because they believe that he's cheated in order to win this money. How does he know these answers that doctors, lawyers, well-educated people don't know if he's a kid from the slums? The movie then takes you each question of him sitting in the chair, it takes you through each question as the police replay the events, and, he, and, it, and it happens in a series of flashbacks going back to when he was a little kid. And each of these huge moments in his life pertain to the answer in each of these questions. So that's sort of the, uh, that's sort of, that's sort of the, the build of the movie. That's the structure the of the movie. The skeleton yeah. of it. <laughs> and, and it's awesome. You know, knowing already in the first scene that he's gotten at least to tw- 10 million with one more question to go, knowing that much... You're still propelled to watch the movie just on the, on the fact that there's so much drama in it and the characters are so good. He and his brother uh, have so much go- that go on as they make their way through India as poor kids. And, uh, and just the atmosphere of these slums is, is crazy. It's amazing to watch. Uh, and, of course, the acting is really, really damn good. He takes people out of nowhere and he makes them re- really good actors. I mean, he started, that, you know, he started a couple careers. Ewan McGregor, he's got the kid from 28 Days Later. He's off on a career. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. The little kid from Millions has been in more stuff. And now this Indian kid who's like the, you know, he, he, I mean, it's really good performances. Well, I mean, it, it, it take, you know, you got to look at the Western market. Maybe he's already an Indian star, but, you know, the Western market, if they're accepting of like a, an Indian guy, if they're ready for an Indian star, I don't know. Took long enough for like a black guy to be a box office draw, you know? And. I mean, think about it. Yeah, I mean, mid-80s, you didn't have a huge black box office draw until, like, Hollywood Shuffle. What about Ben Kingsley? What's Ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley is not... <laughs> ben Kingsley is, is very he? much British. Just British? The, the, yeah. The but I British mean, Indian a, type. He played right? Gandhi, but he's... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think England has, has the biggest population of Indian people outside of India. Yeah. Because it was a... It was, is that right? Yeah. Just pull that out. No, no, no. Just no. When you go to London, there's a shitload of Indian people because it was a British. I mean, the the, the British owned India for okay. so long. So they're like our Asians. Hmm. No, I would say they're like Hispanics here in, in the U.S. Okay, they're right. like Hispanics. Now so. I, I want to point out that um, uh, in mid-September at the Austin Film Festival, which I highly recommend mm-hmm. for uh, people who like film festivals. Um, I had myself a fancy little uh, producer's badge that was like, you can do whatever you want for. F- for free, I get to skip all the lines, and I couldn't get into Slumdog Millionaire. Really? Because it was so packed. The it movie's was awesome. Crazy, crazy packed in there, and I was—I mean, I was a little bit late, running a little bit behind schedule. But uh, now that the, was, truth, the truth comes out. Mm. But that was the—that um, <laughs> was the uh, the big hit at the Austin Film Festival. Did you wait in the lobby and talk to the concierge? Uh, talk to the usher 
about the best place to sit. I talked until I got the candy. <laughs> you got the candy instead of the nickel? I got he, the candy. He That's acted good. like a gentleman and was rewarded accordingly. Absolutely. Uh, no, I mean, I recommend, even though you could have seen it for free back in Austin, I recommend uh, going to see the movie. It's, you know, if you like Danny Boyle movie, you're going to really like it. And if you, you know, there's a, some suspense to this drama, you know? Uh, the, movie's, the movie's really good. Uh, and there's like heartbreaking parts. You will you will probably have moments where you will cry. I did not cry, but you will cry. Yeah, I cry. You will cry. I cry at shit. This is not shit, but you will cry. Um, guys, uh, two of our friends who've been on the show, uh, Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor, they did the movie Crank. Um, they dropped off of Jonah Hex as the directors. What? That that is news this week. Two buddies of ours. Why? Uh, creative differences is what they're quoting in, in the paper. Well, the sales of Warner Brothers, I guess. I mean, they wrote the script to Jonah Hex, and now they're not going to direct it, it looks like. But Maybe that's why Josh Brolin was hesitant. Well, Josh Brolin's still attached, but he'll, he? he'll detach himself if they can't get another director. So right. if you ever want to direct Jonah I think Brock should do it. Brock, you direct it from the website, right? Well, I do. I do direct. Would you like to do a Josh Brolin Western? Oh, jeez. Uh, can we do it in like a week or something? You know, uh, in the spring. Just Eight. one week. Can we do it all, <laughs> in, all in one week? You, you'll, you'll have to talk to I'm Warner Brothers about that. No. It, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Guys, Please put me in your movie. Got him. You, you, you could play the guy like like whenever yeah. whenever Jonah Hex walks in. I don't know if this is in Mark O'Brien's script. But Jonah Hex walks into like a you know a, 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 a saloon. He's playing. And he gets shot and just. Thank you. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I will take it. Um, guys, did you see the new Star Trek trailer? Uh, did not. Yeah, this guy probably yeah, I did. did. I did. What okay, did you think about it. this new Star Trek trailer that is that has hit the web? Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you what. Like, I guess I watched Star Trek as a kid, so I'm not a real big Trekkie guy now. But you um, guess you did. I guess I did. <laughs> I, are there, are there entire pockets, pockets that yeah. you don't remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The, uh, you know, the, the parking start things. right as his father is closing the door like this. What I but but here here's what I walked away from that trailer with. I I wish that they would have shown just like I thought about taking the trailer and then shooting this and then inserting it in and then spreading it and seeing okay. what happens. Where you just see what looks like two male bodies entangled in in ecstasy together like just a flash of that scene just to see what everyone would be like what the fuck like, is Kirk and Spock fucking in this movie damn it we yeah, knew this was gonna happen a little bit of, you can't tell whose head it is like what oh man it would just set off a firestorm and, and people would go they might believe angry, it and they'd still go see it just so they could be pissed off and then they'd, they'd be like there was no fucking in this there was no two guys together so then they'd get mad at that so, I don't know. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is always playing with characters in convention. Now he's got Spock and Kirk fucking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that has if nothing the, if there was to a win- add to like- If there was a window to do it, this may have been the trailer to do it. Because it starts off think- feeling like it's not a Star Trek movie with the kid racing to the cliff and all yeah. that. Now it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, am I watching gay porn? Like, no, I'm watching the Star Trek trailer. This did not start out like that. Fuck, I, like, I, I, think, I think you guys have hit on something very cool. The, I mean... He's getting a lot of people are like, dude, I loved how it didn't start, and you didn't know you were watching a Star Trek trailer before you saw it. You didn't know how. I mean, that's that's created almost a lot of the buzz is that you didn't know it was a Star Trek trailer when it started. Star Trek. So, so my advice to filmmakers: if you want to start some buzz, start your trailer in a way that's totally not related to the movie. Gay sex is very much a, a, an easy one. And then you throw it in. Uh-huh. All of a sudden you see like you see just this passionate love story between two men and then all of a sudden the Enterprise is like in the background and you're like, "Oh, oh shit, this is the new Star Trek." <laughs> so, I don't know, yeah. just an idea. It was uh, the the trailer was was fine. You, if you're going to take that idea and make a movie like that, uh, I'd also like to be in that one. <laughs> <laughs> two guys be in that movie, I don't think. Two guys helping and then Chris's head just goes <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> he put the thumbs up. <laughs> we gotta give you lines, I think. I, gotta give I you don't like lines. They're, they're, <laughs> they're he, he didn't want to stand in line for Slumdog Millionaire, he didn't see the movie. That's right. Did you guys uh there was also a trailer, I don't think I can embed it in the episode, but there's a trailer for the new Astro Boy, a movie that Gilmore should have auditioned for and played. You could have played Astro Boy. That's another good a Hall- robot child. It's another good Halloween costume idea. 
the thing, the problem, the problem we're, we're running into here, Gilmore, with you wanting to be towed from Super Mario Brothers or uh, Astro Boy, it involves your shirt being off, or at least wearing a vest. Oh, really? Yeah, nobody wants to see that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Another problem is that Halloween is 11 months away. I, I don't know. What else do you have to live for? Not much. There. Fair enough. It, it's more of a solution than a problem as far as he's concerned. What if I have he, to have something to look forward to. What if he was towed but wore a shirt that was open? And so he was like a Persian toad. Guys, I, I want to do a vampire Persian movie, and it actually would start like gay porn, and it would stay as gay porn. <laughs> a Persian you know vampire do movie. Write, like fan fiction about Kirk and Spock, like hooking up and stuff. I, I, <laughs> I think that's what probably like. I'd, Im- I'd imagine it has to it has to exist. But you do you have physical proof of this? Have you have you discovered this it's on, on the your internet, own? Internet, man. You can. Okay. Think of any show or movie that has like a big fan base, and then pick any two characters in that, and you'll find fan fiction about those characters like fucking each other. And sometimes you'll find shit where like the audience has taken part in the sex. And it's like, oh, I, this fan story has me going to the Star Trek universe, yeah, <laughs> where I banged you know? Scotty. Um, though I'll say this about the Star Trek trailer: the one thing that I do like is that uh, it's not for the Star Trek fans; it's for everyone else. It'll breathe life into the Yeah, because Star Trek fans, I, I hear they're kind of riled about this new thing. Badly? I don't know. They're riled, but it's like there's 11 of them left after the fucking series of horrible TV shows nope, and movies. That's the thing. There's, there's, there's staying strong. Yeah, there's a lot. There's maybe, thir- yeah, but they're not enough to make a movie profitable anymore. You know? You think? Those 14 kids? No. Those 14 kids who still think Star Trek and Star Wars are cool? No. It's not kids. It's like 50 years. That's, yeah, the, that's also the problem. That's also the problem. Um, guys, we got another X-Men movie coming. Uh, Josh Schwartz, who created the OC in Gossip Girl, is writing uh, X-Men First Class. That's who I a, want writing what? an X-Men yeah. movie. Yeah, it's like the young X-Men. It's like Rogue and Iceman, maybe. Another CW installment. X- X-Men but, the but college years. Like. It's like X-Men the college years. Yeah. So, um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, X3 still hurts. A movie? Yeah, it'll be a movie. Well, everyone in this room is going to see the Generation s- X show, or the pilot for Generation X, no. mid '90s. It had Emma Frost and everything in it. Look for the Generation X TV pilot in series. You can definitely find it like online somewhere. You can go to YouTube and look for that. But it it, it happened. It's Here, like the Nick Fury movie. Here's my question for everyone in this room: um, If we found out about the, a new X Men movie and uh, come up with the worst premise possible, the worst actors, the worst director the worst everything um do you are you going to admit right here that you would still that you that you would still see it opening weekend yes. i mean you would wouldn't Without you a doubt. that's what i said about spider-man 3 when everybody hated it i was like spider-man 4 comes out tomorrow you'll see it um i didn't see the last bond movie because i really don't like the bond movie that's the not, last one that's, but so. that's, that's not that's, that's not x-men you don't buy bond comics every month. um okay if they made like an m like I learned from Elektra because I like Daredevil. You know what I mean? I, not so much the movie, but I, but he, I like the character. You know, so I was like, okay, I'll go see Elektra. If they made a Magneto or like Wolverine, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Wolverine. If they made like an Emma Frost movie, would I go see it? it, it I'd start You'd thinking about to. that experience sitting through Elektra. So I don't know, man. Opening day is when I see these comic book movies. I think with a with a with an X Men First Class, I would wait for like the reviews to come in, and then I'd make my decision. I'd Maybe be hesitant. Yeah. I yeah. think it's your duty to see it, man. Thank you. I didn't see Twilight. And a lot of you people probably no, saw it. No, but this is an X-Men I know, movie. I know. I'm thinking it's about it. It's not something that... You don't buy Twilight or... But, but I'm or on the train. Movie. I'm on the train until it starts to hurt me. And, 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 and I was on that train for two movies, and then it hurt me. But you saw the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yes, because there wasn't a horrible Punisher prior to it. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's a different director. Years. It's like a whole different... I will see, I will see this next Punisher... Uh-huh. With hesitancy, knowing that that Thomas Jane one was before it, and that's how I think you would watch the X Men. Right, I'll wait for reviews and then I'll go see it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, I think, but I think it but is if, your duty. And if Gilmore it. is seeing it and able to do the review for me, yeah, then it's then it's a lot le- uh, easier to save my ten bucks. I take some bullets. How about this? Twilight. The new X Men movie. They say it's coming out, but Hugh Wolverine. Jackman is not going to be Wolverine. It's going to be Ashton Kutcher. I'm not going. 
See how much they can pile on <laughs> like to say, I will not watch They're this. testing it's almost, you. It's almost like a how much do I pay you to put a dick in your mouth game. Yeah, almost. We used let's to play in the schoolyard. And, uh, <laughs> $15. But, but, it, but it's like, yeah, let's test their allegiance. <laughs> well, the teachers tape it. Put me in your movie. <laughs> well, I mean, back home in Texas, the teachers would just make a circle and have us fight each other <laughs> in a ring in the, par- in the parking lot. <laughs> For their own entertainment, they would they, they would tape razor blades to our palms. Would you guys like to uh, help write and stage a Broadway production of X Men? If it's you know the Spider Man Broadway productions, almost up. Yeah, it's right. Been the discussed. Julie Taymor version oh. is is coming. I didn't so know that. an X Men one would, would be fine if it was a musical. Bono is helping. Bono's doing the Spider Man one, yeah. Sweet. We're finally getting a Captain America movie. We talked to you guys last week about Joe Johnston directing it. Now they've got writers. Uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen, Stephen, Stephen McFeely. They wrote uh, this, these, the last two Narnia movies. They also wrote The Life and Death of... Um, uh, Peter Sellers? Peter Sellers. Mm. You're right. So, uh, we'll see. Whatever. Until we see Captain America throw his shield... His mighty shield. Uh, we don't know if it's a Captain America movie. You know those moments where you where you wanna where you're like you get chills during trailers, like I did yeah. during that uh, Spider-Man Two teaser. Remember that shit? You got that during your Spider-Man Three teaser. That's you true. talked about it on but episode sixteen. That's because 16. of Spider-Man Two. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think the next one I'm gonna have like that. The little next little geek gasm I'm gonna have during a trailer is the uh, is Captain is America. Captain America saying uh, Avengers Assemble in a trailer. Damn. I'll lose that's, my shit. That's important for you? I will lose my shit. What about you guys? What's a, what's a movie you guys are looking forward to that, that you're thinking, this looks like fun? Um, Pace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wow. That's a lot. That's a lot to handle right now. What do you guys want to see come to the screen? That's not already like in the works, in the pipeline? Could be in the works. It's no. in the works. It's anything. I, I'm excited about the John Carter of Mars movie. Now who's gonna end up doing that fucking movie? I don't it know. jumped to like John Favreau, Robert Rodriguez. It's getting kicked it had around. Guy, it's got kicked around like crazy. But uh, great books though. You want to see? Books. You want to see some six arm Martians running yeah. around? Yeah. And yeah, I I do too. Yeah. I got no problem with Martians. <laughs> you would think that 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 this that this would be happening. Well, you looked at me like I had a problem with Martians. No, no. For those who are listening and not watching, he just gave me a look like I've got a problem with Martians. Did you see Mars, Mars? Did you see Mars attacks? <laughs> How dare you like them? <laughs> it's us versus them. Don't you know that, Chris? <laughs> Separate but equal. They're looking at us every night while They're you turning sleep. Turning the lights off during podcasts. <laughs> They're turning podcasts off during podcasts. Um, again, guys. Here's a CD you could be listening to instead of this. My uh, wiener, my wiener touches, touches the ceiling. ceiling. Terp to it. What is Terp to it? Uh, it's, well, how'd it's, you get that? It's just my MC name. Um, well, the 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 the, 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 the little story name. is um, uh, back in college we came up with a fake rap group called the Mugs, and everyone came up with their silly little names. They were all totally arbitrary, and um, mine was Terp to it. There was no real, there was no real reason behind it, and then um, it became clear uh, soon afterwards that. Um, I was I was one of the only ones who were like, no, I was actually being serious. I wanted to make rap songs, and everyone else was like, we were just joking around at that party. <laughs> I know I didn't leave them behind. I it was like, I mean, it, it was like from their point of view, they were like, you're being serious. You really want to do that? And I had Brock support the entire time, but some other some of the other guys were like, all right, well, good luck. So I was very self conscious about it. But after I moved to Austin, um, it uh, you know it was kind of like a little new beginning, and I met some people who helped me out. And the guy who produced this album is uh, an old Studio Eight guy who lives in um, Louisiana right now, but he's moving to Austin, Texas. And that's a little story about how Terp Two it came to fruition. Yeah, it's got a pretty good atmosphere. My old hometown, you know, for musicians, artists, it's the place to be. More so than Baton Rouge, does Baton Rouge have absolutely a, Baton yeah. Rouge? Um, well, it is what it is, which is, uh, which actually is a phrase that sounds stupid but means something. Um, to me, Baton, if you just want to be down with the uh, do college things all the time, and which is where you guys went to school, Baton Rouge, right? Uh-huh. Then, then Baton Rouge is fine. But once you want a little bit more than that, you know, it's, it's time yeah. to do something else. <laughs> time to step it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mister To It. 
Yeah. We're going to step it up. Um, guys, Kevin Smith, your good buddy who brought you Zach and Mary, um, is back on comics. He's got this Batman comic book, Batman Cacophony, out uh, right now. It's a three-issue series. The first issue came out, and I gave it a read. Uh, Kevin is, um, is writing the book, and one of his buddies, the guy who runs the uh, Kevin Smith store back in uh, New Jersey, is doing the artwork. And it's, uh, having read it, I would say you, you can or cannot pick this up. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not amazing, but it's not horrible. It's um, Batman Cacophony. Remember the, the, the character he created in the Green Arrow series uh, who says sound effects? You know how, how there's blam, blam, kapow in comic books? Mm-hmm. This bad guy says it in anticipation of shooting you. So if he says blam, he shoots you Or if he says whatever Really only works On the comic page He plays a role In this series It starts out With Deadshot Going into Arkham Asylum To kill the Joker He blows open The, the cell And right as he's about To put a couple bullets In the Joker's head He uh, reveals that While Joker's been In Arkham Asylum Some thug Has been out On the streets With Joker's Laughing gas And been cutting it up Into drugs And selling it to kids and, uh, and, and, and Joker is furious that this guy has taken his killing, you know, antidote, the, his, his killing formula, and turned it into a street drug. Recreational. Yeah, he, he's like, what? <laughs> somebody took, somebody took my, my, my prize thing and turned it into a street drug. And, uh, and so right as he's about to put two bullets in the Joker's head, uh, this, what is the name of that dude? Anonyma, what is the name of, uh, of, of those words that are sound effects? Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. That is the name of this character. And wow. um, he shows up, shoots Deadshot in the head, gets the Joker out of there, and um, now the Joker's free and Batman's got to find him. Did that kill Deadshot? I thought so. But it turns out that Deadshot has like a Kevlar helmet. They put him in a body bag, and Deadshot opens the body bag from inside, <laughs> comes out, and is like, you know, it's got like a blood capsule and stuff like that. Gilmore, are you blocking the frame? We're sitting there texting next to the camera? Nope. Who, who are you texting? Uh, my friend uh, Amber is supposed to go see a movie. Okay. Three, so. okay, okay, okay. Um, so the, 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 the book is okay. It's not great. Uh, I think Kevin Smith's Daredevil was really good. His Green Arrow was okay. Granted, there's been a lot of better writers on the, on both series since, and I think this Batman run is the same. So if you guys love Batman, you might want to check it out. If you don't like Batman, I don't think you're missing anything. There's a lot more Joker in this book than Batman, though, so be ready for that. Um, you know, maybe it's good to see Kevin just writing comics again. Um, he will probably end, finish this series, though, which he didn't finish the last Daredevil series he did. Why didn't he? I don't know. It just never came out. He didn't finish it. He stopped. Like, he put like two issues out, no three, and that was, that was it. That sucks. Um, that's about all I wrote for for comics. But we got video games. Do you guys play video games? Are you avid video gamers? <laughs> yes. What is it you guys have been playing? I just bought a PS3 for the first time like uh, a few weeks ago. What, what was it? So, what for? To play it movies? Specifically for um. Well, yeah, that's cool. But I bought it for um, Dead Space and Fallout Three. Mm-hmm. How are you liking them? I haven't started Fallout 3 yet because I also bought Bioshock because mm-hmm. those other two games weren't out yet. They were like a week away and I was like nerding out and just like... I can't just sit here and, and watch like, movies. I'm going to get a PS3. <laughs> and so I was like, what's the best game out right now? And I bought Bioshock. So I'm still finishing that up. You liking it? it yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. And, and I don't even like run around shooty games. Mm-hmm. And which Fallout 3 is kind of set up like that. But I played the first two uh-huh. on a computer like back in the day and... um. And they were really fun, so I like that universe. I actually and heard for some people on the show that um, Fallout Three isn't so much a first-person shooter because you have to level up your stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so, it's like a first-person shooter with RPG elements, mm-hmm. and it's in a fun world that it's like post-apocalyptic. That's a lot of fun. So I guess if your aiming sucks, somebody could be standing right in front of you like a first-person shooter, and you could still miss because your aiming yeah. stats stinks. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. That's I don't true. know. Uh, how, how about yourself, sir, Mister um, Tuit? I'm I'm very much. Still stuck on uh, Smash Brothers for mm-hmm. the new Smash Brothers for the Wii. Yes. Uh, very much stuck on that. But we also, um, I'm a sucker for really good uh, sports video games. Uh, it's hard to make a really good one. And we just bought Blitz 2 last night for the PlayStation 3. Blitz the League. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's 
it's pretty crazy. Have you played it? Well, what's the difference? Because I don't, I don't play football games. What's the difference between Blitz and Madden? In, in, well, in hit Ma- me if, if, if I've erred. Well, um, Madden is, is is it's the equivalent of um, of like NBA Two K versus NBA Street. Yeah, but but also like like someone who, someone who um, <laughs> I don't know what NBA, that means. NBA Street is like all like. You know, street it, it, talking. You can hit people. So and it's stuff. Yeah. the difference between like potato and potato. No, 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 no. no, no. Like NBA Street. It's the difference is, between is... being a gentleman and not being a gentleman. Okay. Read the fucking book. While you're well, blitz too. You can foul all over the fucking place. Yeah, you can well, it, it's, it's, like a, it's a difference between like like the kind of person who would be really into Mad No Nine is the kind of person who's really into the stats behind sports and like and like the just the kind of person who can who can be a slave to to watching mm-hmm. professional sports. And Blitz too is more like for the person who really likes watching sports, doesn't get too carried away with it, um, but but like likes the nuttier parts of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, there's a part of me that really also um, not a part, a huge part of me that also has a deep appreciation for professional wrestling, and it's kind of the same thing. Like like Blitz Blitz two uh, Blitz the league is just a. Uh, it's it does a lot of the fun just fun things that when you're a kid and you're playing Madden you say it'd be really cool if you could do this <laughs> that's what Blitz is. What are some of those things that you can do? Uh, Take the guy's head off. Yeah, well, well, and the in the original Blitz games, you, there was just uh, you could hit people all over the place and it, it kind of meant nothing. Now it, everything counts. Like like you can you can hit someone late after a play is over, but you have to hit the right set of keys to do it or buttons rather. And um, and then if you hit them in the right place every now and then, like a little. A, a little meter will come on the person if you can direct the if you can get get, get the mark on the right spot then it breaks that bone and then <laughs> it zooms into their body yeah, it, shows their it cuts organs it cuts to the inside of the body it's a really it's, it's actually <laughs> hardcore a, a amazing looking footage i'm sure it's on online somewhere yeah, but um, but they, they 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 show the the shoulder snapping and then the trainer runs out and he has to snap it back in place Ooh, and, and that's, part that's of a mini the game, game too, too. Yeah. oh and, shit or he or he injects you roids but you got to uh, put you got well there are well, roids there are as well roids. there are roids when you play a season you can you have a certain amount of money that you're gambling oh, shit. you're gambling on the games and oh, if you and if okay. you win enough money so you can buy game. you can buy uh steroids and they tell you which ones are there's um legal ones that that are kind of helpful there's the illegal ones which are really helpful then there's the juice of the week which is really <laughs> really helpful and um i'm currently playing a campaign right now um and how many of your players are roided up um, well, you can only wrote up three, three okay. a week. Okay. But the one, I, the one I wrote it up every week, uh, just got injured for the entire season. Because of the steroids, you believe? I did he you know, grow kids, did he grow kids like I think it was because of the steroids. Um, adults, probably not. Um, but the the um, but oh, what was I was going to say, oh, y- you can tell a definite difference in the um, in the skills. Like at the players, you you it up. But there's also there's also a potential to get busted by the league. If one oh. of my players got caught. Because uh, bu- uh, doing steroids and he uh, got suspended for a game, so it's really interesting. How dare they? Yeah. Um, we got that new Xbox Live experience. Do you guys have Xbox? No. It's uh, it, you know, you download it. It's a new wave of go- going around, uh, uh, finding your friends and checking out what the features are on Xbox. You make yourself a little me character, a little avatar that's supposed to look like you. Doesn't look like you in the same way that a we uh, that a me does. Uh-huh. But do you have to pay for it? Like Xbox, you have to continue to pay for their online experience. And um, the one positive is that I hooked my Netflix up to my Xbox. So now I can watch stuff straight through my Xbox if it's on my queue. That's, That's neat. That's cool. But you don't get the stuff on the DVDs that you would get if you were renting the DVDs. Like, yeah. you, like you can't like put subtitles Bonus on Bonus features. It. You oh, you can't put, put subtitles on uh, Well, I tried. Maybe I just failed. The and fuck I other language have you looked into it? I tried to watch the... Uh, I've never seen the British office. Oh. And I've tried to see it. And I can't fucking tell what those guys are saying. Oh, yeah. So, like, like, remember that I always say... What? <laughs> just watch it twice. Hello, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're off, so... so, 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 so. <laughs> I'm trying to eat here. I'm trying to passively watch something. I don't want to have to concentrate it like it's a fucking foreign film. Yeah. I mean, those guys talk like they've all had strokes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he just says something and then goes, eh, eh, and uh, kind of, like, winks no, exactly. and he's yes. like, I guess he's being funny and awkward, Exactly. Right? I'm just like, <laughs> I had to rewind like that a few times, like, wait... So did I miss a joke? Because just because like right, I, I guess. Yeah. We 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 do have quite a few British listeners. I gotta tell you, 
we don't respect you or your country. <laughs> um, so I like the British office. <laughs> I, I, I actually have a lot of respect. We respect your television shows. We, 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 we respect them your, so I, much. I, we I, take I, them. I don't. Extra. I, extra is one of the, my favorite TV. It's fucking awesome. And I never seen the British office, and I went to see it, and I just I need subtitles. Well, the the one thing I'm not liking about this new experience is that there's like four ways to get to one place. So you really just want to hit the center button, and it's simple because it's like the old blade system. Going around seeing all the pretty pictures and stuff like that is just a great way to waste your time. Um, small, small news: they finally announced the release date for more GTA 4 downloadable content. I am excited about it, but it is late February. So in late February, you can download uh, an entire new episode of the game. You play as a biker, and you run like a whole like biker gang through Liberty City. So it's a part that wasn't really touched on too much in the original GTA 4. I don't know how long it's going to be content-wise, but you get to run around, do this whole biker storyline. I loved that game, so I'm looking forward to it. Gilmore here is a zombie. He's been addicted to this Left 4 Dead since he bought it yesterday. And I think Left 4 Dead turns you into a zombie. It's not just a zombie game. It's a a game that turns you into a zombie. I can't stop. Go ahead and talk about this game. If one of you guys can give him a microphone. This is the new game from uh, Valve, the guys who did like Half-Life 2. They did did that. Team Fortress. Team Fortress. They're awesome. Portal. They're amazing. They they are the P.T. Anderson of video games. <laughs> okay, they so have they, like a perfect track. They made a game that you're supposed to play co-op with four other players, and right. you're basically the four characters in a zombie movie. Uh, yeah. Is so, that right? Well, here's the thing. I was expecting a little more cinematics to it. I was expecting a little bit more of a story, but it definitely plays a lot like a House of the Dead, in which um, you just go from thing to thing, and you know, something could happen, something could not. Either way, you're just fucking killing zombies. But... It's very much an arcade game. Like, I didn't expect that from mm-hmm. it. I, ex- I expected, like, an almost, like, group Dead Rising out of it. Mm-hmm. But what I got was a ridiculously fun arcade game. Just, like, something that you could passively play with anyone. You know, because a lot of these games that are stories and you have to go through them and all that type of stuff, is you really have to invest yourself in it, you know, uh, with your time right. and all that shit. You can really just pick this up with anyone and just play through a level at any point. And just it's fun. It's an exhilarating experience. It's fun, and and then they and the cool thing about it is that they have running zombies. It's not. It is the first game I've ever played with running zombies, mm-hmm. and it actually takes a lot of like little parts from different movies and different zombie games and different like. Uh, it, it seems like oh, this is kind of like this in like a lot of the parts. For example, that you're fighting zombies in a tunnel, mm-hmm. like in Twenty Eight Days Later. Okay. And um, you have a bunch of moments like that where you're just like, you know and what, this is this is fun. And because you're playing with your friends, you're freaking out on each other, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's so good. It's just like, you, help me, help me, it's like, I'm no, guessing, I can't, I can't. I'm guessing you that you screaming. are an annoying little bitch in this game. Fuck you. For I'm, those I'm, of you I'm guys. A, I'm, I'm a leader and I heal people. I actually heal people. You're a leader. I got, you, an, you achievement. Bring people, you, I got an achievement. I got an achievement last night for having like 5% health and healing someone. Whoa. I am like Jesus in this. That game. is a gentlemanly okay. thing to do. You don't just scream like a little that. bitch. Nah, bitch. Nah, I girl. I think our audience can say different. Nah, girl. Have Gilmore cried to you guys and screamed like a little bitch in this game? Answer us. Let us know <laughs> on the Geekscape forums. You guys who have played with Left for Dead, uh, played this Left for Dead game with Gilmore. Let us know if he's a little bitch in this game. Cause I did shoot someone. I'll block him I, right I did now. kill one of my teammates just for shits. So you can't just for shits. Okay, and so they can get in your way and shoot in the heads. Who did you shoot? Uh, you know, uh, Jake's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, her. Just because he wasn't there. Okay. Did you see that, Jake? <laughs> you let this no, fucker I was, I was shoot your girlfriend. I off. We were all going. I wanted to Bet see you how were. fast you could kill your teammate. It's really hard to kill your teammate, apparently. Okay. Well, you shot her in the head, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, I'm looking forward to the game. It's a really fun game. And hopefully, game. on the birthday of Jesus, I will receive this game oh. from, from, from Santy. It's really fun. Um, Santa Claus, who who is probably a, a zombie in his, his own right. So, guys, um, I'm looking forward to that Left for Dead. Uh, I got to tell you guys, the Geekscape website, geekscape.net, is where you go uh, to talk to us, hang out. Gilmore's been doing a kick-ass job on the articles. You put up this review of Nalen Palin, written by William Bibiani, this week. That was fucking awesome. That was my favorite thing we've ever had on. It's I liked brilliant. it. I liked it. It's a review of the, the, the Sarah Palin porn. We had it up on the site. I think that's awesome. You've seen the porn? No, no, no. One uh, of our readers. We, we had a reviewer do it. Um, he. It's essentially just uh, uh, a really it's film really, commentary. It's taken really seriously. Like I remember, I said. To Why the, shouldn't it be? I, I remember just. Uh, I said like, take this like you're the first person ever to review Citizen Kane. 
like take this like this is a fucking in and so he goes in and like really dives into the political commentary in it and what it could have been what it is the acting the choices of the it's just ridiculous it's a yeah. great review he should do that all the time yeah. it's really fun yeah for only only for porn okay yeah only yeah porn. only for porn, porn. brock labord are we ever going to see you in pornography with the name brock labord or have we have we perhaps name, but you will not see me okay okay He's an he's a stunt cop. He's a stunt. Signed my name away. <laughs> so uh, so guys, uh, on top of going to the website and checking out stuff, uh, we got a website here. Okay, studio eight We're all about dot nets here. That's the number eight. Uh, studio like the number eight. Studio eight You see it at the bottom of the screen right now. If you're a video listener, uh, that's where you can get this a CD. My wiener touches the ceiling by Terp to it. It doesn't, in fact, touch the ceiling when excited. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> we, we, we can't put that on the internet. But uh, you can check that out there. You can also check out this book. <laughs> the uh, w- w- Show me that title again. The Semi-Complete Guide to Sort of, to sort of being, a being a Gentleman. I think there's knowledge in this book that a lot of you guys can, uh, can, can use in your everyday life. Um, knowing when to mutilate yourself, for one. So let me read the back here, Gilmore. It's got a list of things. Knowing when to mutilate yourself, the proper way to burp uh, the Pope... Inviting yourself to parties, extreme handkerchief maintenance, dispensing needle, uh, needless advice to strangers. This is stuff that we do on a daily basis. You want to know how to do it properly, and this is the book that shows you how. Um, I want to know how to properly burp. How do you properly burp? Well, burping is like a burping a baby, but if you ever have to do it to the Pope, this book is what you need. Is that what it is? So it's burping other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of everything. Gilmore, for somebody who, who, who still has a baby-like anatomy... You probably get burped quite a bit. <laughs> wow. Do people, people just, just pick you up and go, oh, he's he choking. Oh. Yeah, actually, wow. see that Facebook picture of me and Ben where he's carrying me with one arm because I'm yeah. tired at Universal Studios? I, I'm putting it on the screen right now. Yeah. He burped. You probably vomited a bunch of your uh, animal crackers on oh, his I, back. I burped a little. Okay. Okay, well, well, he may not have done it properly. This is the book that shows you how. So, um, okay. guys, you can get both of these things at the website. Am I right? That's I re- correct. I recommend listening to the album while reading the book. Oh, they, 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 they add to each other. They don't detract from each other. They answer your experience. Um, guys, uh, Studio 8, the number, uh, .net is where you can get this stuff. So I got I to gotta say, I'm excited to hear this and read this. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to elevate my stature in life. Um, guys, Chris True, Brock Laborde, Le, Le uh, these are my guests, Chris and Brock, okay? So we're going to be here next week. And uh, we're getting close to episode 100, and we're gonna have the uh, Geekscape Awards. Yeah. So next week we're gonna we're gonna tell you guys the categories: uh-huh. best forum member, best forum member, favorite thread, uh, best movie of the year, best article, um, best best features article. Okay. Um, just favorite blank moment. We'll, okay. We'll well, we're like, gonna make a list. We're gonna present it next show, and then you guys ha- have like a week to vote. Because we're, we're getting close to episode 100. Yeah. That's going to be the Geekscape party. Can I make a suggestion for an, an award? Of course. Can you also have uh, the best Brock Laborde and best Chris True award? I think we can. Best gentlemanly moment. These being the only gentlemen who have ever graced the couch. That's a tight race. Well, I've never won an, won an award before, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Guys, if we do, if we do a... <laughs> if, if we do a... Uh, the Geekscape party... And we promise a gauntlet where we watch horrible films for the entire night. We have it on a Saturday. Maybe we can have Mr. Uh, Laborde there. Uh, if Chris is still in Los Angeles at the time, maybe he can be here. Maybe so. Watch maybe some horrible uh, movies. Yeah. My brother Paul you, might might want to be in there. Tell me where we to watched be. fucking horrible movies all last night. So I like it. You know what I, I would be like. equally excited for an all night Van Damme fest. Okay. okay. Well. We could do a, a, an all week Van Damme fest on my collection. We could sandwich it. Be- <laughs> we could we could sandwich it between uh, between Kickboxer and like Universal Soldier or something like that. So it, or, or Time Cop. So it just gets more technological as the movies go. Ah. Oh. We would end with Cyborg after all of the technology has failed us. It, it, you know what do you think? How about Double Post-apocalyptic. Dragon? Post apocalyptic. Double Dragon was it was a uh, Scott Wolf. Yeah, Scott sorry. Wolf. It's okay. Fucking moron. Scott Wolf. He was in Street Fighter, right? Yeah, he was okay. in Street Fighter. There you Okay, that's what you something. were thinking. Who wants to go home? And who wants to come with me? Embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. That's okay. Remember, remember this from Street Fighter? If you, if you don't know, you won't learn. 
for those of us who've anything. educated us so much, it's our gift to you now to teach you about Van Damme. Forgiveness, please. Guys, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again for watching. Thank, Thank you, you for having us, please. Oh, Thank oh, you. Oh. Thank you, please. Thank you, guys. And thanks for your vote. Put me in your movie. <laughs> <laughs>